Welcome to the Golden Hills Podcast Daily, where you can spend a few minutes each day with us to meditate on God's Word. Now, here's today's encouraging message. Hello, I'm Vinny Angelo, and I serve at Golden Hills as the coordinator of small group curriculum and adult education. In today's Golden Hills Podcast Daily, we'll be in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verses 22 through 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. One thing I've always found interesting about this passage is that Paul describes something in the singular, but then lists a plurality of things. The fruit of the Spirit is. It's not the fruits of the Spirit are. His list of virtues is not a list, but one thing, love. I think Paul wants us to understand the fruit of the Spirit as love. Because the Spirit of God empowers people to be able to love. This is the ability to love others in a way that the unregenerate person is not able to. And because we've been given this ability to love, we can look and see how love acts in the world. And these are those other fruits. It's like how a jeweler will take a diamond and move it around to see different aspects of the stone. Love is like the diamond and each fruit is a different view or aspect of what that diamond looks like, but you're still looking at the diamond. And I think this is the point Paul's trying to make in Galatians 5, that the fruit of the Spirit is love. And when you observe love, it will look like this. It will look like joy and peace and patience and kindness. Paul isn't creating a list of things to do in order to become fruit. Paul's describing what it looks like when you're given the fruit through the Spirit. He's not saying that if you are good or patient or have self-control, then you will gain the spirit. No, he's, he's describing the fragrance of the fruit of love itself. He's not saying bathe yourself in apple juice and then you'll become an apple. He's saying, if you are an apple, you'll smell like an apple. If you have the fruit of the spirit, then you have love. And when you love, it looks like this. And so every fruit should be read through the lens of the, f- the fruit, which is love. We should have a loving joy, a loving peace, a loving patience. So let's talk about patience. We're living in a season of life in which patience truly is a virtue. Um, at the time I am recording this, it's my 33rd day of being at home. I feel so cooped up right now. I'm so longing to be in a new environment, to, to sit in a different room to work um, as much as I love seeing my wife and son every day to see different people. But it doesn't look like this is going to change anytime soon for us in California. Yesterday, I came to the realization uh, while in the midst of just being very frustrated that the key to getting through this season will be by depending on the spirit for his fruit of patience. When we think about patience, we oftentimes think about how to deal with being inconvenienced. 
like being patient in traffic or being patient while standing in line at Starbucks or being patient when your kid won't make up his mind about what he wants to eat today. But Paul is speaking about something um, more intense. It's a more intense form of patience. Uh, he's, he's actually talking about long suffering, and that actually might be a, a, a better way to translate the word long suffering. Uh, the, the definition for this word um, in Galatians 5 for patience it, it technically means the state of being able to bear up while being provoked, being able to bear up while being provoked, you know, like what we saw with Jesus at his trial or what you saw with Stephen, who was martyred in Acts chapter seven, both people who were totally being treated unjustly and, and being interrogated and antagonized by people and the patience that they showed. And so he, Paul, he uses this word patience as a virtue that ultimately is made available by the gospel. Christians can show patience to others, even through adversity, because God has showed us patience when we were at our worst and loving our own sin. This isn't a thing we could do on our own. And so Paul qualifies this as something that is done through love by means of the spirit. One of my favorite uh, writers and pastors is uh, Tim Keller. And he writes about patience in one of his books. And this is what Tim Keller says. Patience is love for the long haul. It is bearing up under difficult circumstances without giving up or giving into bitterness. Patience means working when gratification is delayed. It means taking what life offers, even if it means suffering, without lashing out. Ultimately, the purpose of patience is that it keeps you focused on something else, the greater external hope, while impatience keeps you focused on yourself, which is an impotent internal hope. When the fruit of the Spirit grows in our lives, our ability to practice long-suffering or patience, or putting up with hostility, it actually strengthens us. And while this might seem upside down from a pragmatic worldly standpoint, it's definitely a biblical ethical way of dealing with trials. Ultimately, patience is learning how to love through periods of waiting. It's to suffer joyfully, knowing that God is working this trial for the good of those who love him. It's having faith in God's sovereign hand. It's trusting that God has decreed all things that come to pass and knowing that he is involved in everything. This is the way I think about, about patience. Imagine that someone were to give you a heavy cinder block or something that weighed a lot and said, hey, can you hold this for three minutes? You could probably do that. You could, you could count down the clock. You know it's just for a, a, a finite period of time and you could hold that cinder block. And right when it hit three minutes, you drop that thing. But imagine you were given a cinder block, but you weren't told how long you were going to have to hold that thing for. After 30 seconds, that thing starts getting heavy. After a minute, you're really sweating. After two minutes, you're ready to tap out. You, you don't know that it's just one more minute that you're going to have to hold it. Like the first guy. And that's the thing with patience. Patience is, is being able to endure when, when the length of time is infinite. 
It's easy to be patient when we know how long the thing's going to last. That's the goal. That's what we're going after. That's the fruit of the spirit. So what do we do during times where we need to practice patience? The first thing is give yourself some grace. You're going to blow it and be impatient. I, I'm recording this and I guarantee by uh, in the next you know <laughs> hour, this is at nighttime right now, by tomorrow morning, I'm already going to blow it and I'm going to be impatient about something. So we have to give ourselves grace. We're going to screw this up. But it's okay because God has an infinite supply of grace for you and for me. And so receive that grace for yourself. It's not the end of the world when you're not patient and it doesn't make you an ultimate failure as a person. It just means you failed here. We also need to know that other people are going to blow it and be impatient. And so just as you give grace to yourself, give grace to others. Because ultimately, when we think about patience, we need to think about Jesus, who is the ultimate form of patience. Model patience to those who are being impatient, just as God modeled patience towards us. And that's how we get through periods of times like this. And that's how we grow. And that's how we learn how to uh, uh, produce better patient fruit, loving patient fruit. We hope today's episode was a blessing to you. Please make sure to subscribe to the Golden Hills Podcast in your favorite podcast app, like Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can always find us on the web at www.goldenhills.org. We hope you'll visit with us again tomorrow.